y'all, and welcome to the LIFT Bible Study Podcast. LIFT stands for Ladies in Fellowship Together. It is named after our neighborhood Bible study right here in North Texas. We are just a group of regular women trying to live out our Christian faith walk day by day. Happy New Year! I've pre-recorded this to release on New Year's Eve week. So as you listen to this, your family may have, have left you or you may be driving back home for the holidays this week and you may be ready for those kids to get on back to school. Whatever the case may be, I'm happy you have chosen to listen in today. As I've been learning in this beta test podcast, um, I'm learning how to edit, produce, and post this podcast out there. And uh, I've actually been in talks with some other folks about some different podcasting ideas. So this beta test will be wrapping up soon, um, probably in early part of next year. I'll hopefully know what the next podcast will be soon and will definitely keep you all posted on that in the next few weeks or so so you can know where to tune in. So moving right along, it's a new year this week, 2019. I really like to think about the past year at this time and I think many people do, you know, come up with New Year's resolutions and things like that. I think a lot of people get a little cynical about that, but I do this every year. What I do is I try to come up with a verse for the year. The verse will be my theme verse. Um, last year, my verse was James one seventeen. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. The last couple of years, I've also added a word like, I think in 2016, my word was abide. This past year, it was faithful, etc. So this year, I'm working on that. And that's something that I do during Advent. I, I take notes as I'm doing my devotions, as I'm doing my Advent devotions. I, I write down prayers. I write down what's what's speaking to my heart, what's resonating with my spirit. And then right around New Year's, right around this week, I start reviewing what the Lord has showed me in Advent. A lot of times I look back through the past year. You know, as I think about this past year in 2018, this time last year, Will and I found out that a company out of France wanted to buy our company, Trigger Point. And there was a lot of prayer and excitement around that. We had actually decided to to sell our business. but And it's so crazy to think about that now. Six months later, after we decided to sell our business, we ended up backing out of the deal. Um, after much prayer and and discussion, it seemed like that just wasn't where God was leading us. And my my verse that kept sparking for me is it's out of the book of Psalms and it says some trust in horses some trust in chariots but we trust in the Lord our God and you may say how did that speak to you (laughs) well the way that spoke to me is you know some people trust in I'm air quoting knowing what's going to happen or in money some trust in beautiful homes some trust in 
material things, but we trust in the Lord, our God, he guides our steps. And it just made more sense for our family to hold on to our business and, and trust God to continue to provide for our needs. And, and he has above and beyond. And I'm so thankful for that. And I just pray that you all experience that too, just recognizing his voice in your lives and in your daily lives. You know, I don't ever hear an audible voice of God, but I do know in my spirit and in my heart that sometimes choices we make, it just feels right. It feels like it's the right move and there's nothing keeping us from moving forward with, with what we felt God telling us to do. So we just keep on. Anyway, since that time, the Lord has continued to provide for and bless the work of our hands. He is so faithful. So what are you looking forward to this year? 2019, what are you dreading? Can you turn those negative thoughts and feelings over to God and let him shoulder those things? He is able, I promise you. I'm in the thick of reviewing and praying through and thinking through what my verse of the year will be, what my word of the year will be. I give myself to epiphany, to wait for that epiphany. What about you? You know, consider searching the scriptures or or hop online if there are any verses that can be your theme verse. These days you can look up anything, you know, happy verses, positive verses, verses that encourage, verses that inspire, etc. Just start, pray about it, and go with a verse that resonates. And hang it up on your refrigerator so that you see it. As a two on the Enneagram, so this is what I've learned about myself this year. I've learned that this is actually a very hard thing for me to do. I don't believe I realized I was doing this until I actually did the Enneagram. So I'm actually going to confess something right here on this podcast. So you 10 people who are listening are going to know it. So as a two, it's easy for me to cheat words of the year. It is. I'm, I, I, and again, I didn't realize this until I understood my number. And then I started thinking about this. So what I have done in the past is I read through what other really smart teachers are doing. And these are people that I look up to. So I, I I don't believe I intend to do it. I just, I read through what they're choosing as their verses and words. And sometimes actually the past few years not so much the verses but the words I and I feel like I totally agree 100% with what they're saying it's resonating with me in my heart and I just snag those words like I said they're good I agree with them 100% but this year I've decided while I was going through this podcast and now I'm talking it out I'm going to do my own word this year. I will not cheat. You heard it here first. I'm not going to cheat on my word of the year this year. And certainly not my verse of the year. I won't. I mean, but like I said before, I don't do it so much on the verse of the year. But I do. 
I do tend to do it on the word of the year, which is pretty terrible. And I, again, I don't even think I realized I did it until I was writing this podcast. So there you go. (laughs) My path to spiritual growth is in practicing solitude. And we've talked about this before. There are different um, practices, silence, stillness, and solitude. And for me, I need solitude. I need to be alone with my own thoughts and an ear toward what toward God and what his spirit is saying to me. If someone else comes into the room, my attention is immediately on them. And I wholeheartedly agree with what they're saying. I'm like, I'm down with that. That word is what you just said. I think that too. And it's something that I do and I've got to not do it. My goal is to be in solitude reading through my notes, being alone with my thoughts and with the Lord and just listening to him. He's going to show me the word this year and I'll let you guys know what it is. Christopher Hurt says in his book, The Sacred Enneagram, solitude, silence, and stillness are the quintessential qualities of contemplative prayer and practice. Solitude, silence, and stillness are the corrections to our compulsions that come out of our intelligence centers. Our head, which is uh, for five, sixes, and sevens, they're in their head. Our heart, which are twos, threes, and fours, we're very much in touch with our, our feelings and our heart, what our heart says. And then the gut, these are eights, nines, and ones. So they kind of have a gut feel on things. They have good instincts. So anyway, to continue on, together they make us whole and bring us home. So I'm incorporating this into my quest this year for real. I'm going to come up with my verse and my word for 2019 without cheating. It's going to happen. You heard it right here. Think through this for a minute. Is it possible for you to get up earlier than everyone in your house for time alone with God? That's what I need. You know, or for you, is it at night after everyone is asleep and the house is finally quiet? It just depends on what speaks to you. It might also be while you're on the go in your car running errands. Or if you if you're a runner, maybe your time with God is while you're running. Sometimes I go on walks along the lake. It's a little bit cold right now for me, but In the springtime, when things get warmer, I'll go walking along the lake or running along the lake, and I have a great time with God there. And so think through what works for you, what works with the rhythms of your day, because we are pulled in so many different directions. You know, we have to find that space with God. Is it being alone? Is it just turn everything off and go for a walk? Is it just being still? Which of these speak to you and which of these help you just readjust to God and spend time with him? He is with you. God is spirit. He's he's omnipresent. He's always with you. He's Emmanuel. And God loves you. Don't forget it. So with that, we will close. Happy New Year, (laughs) y'all. 
Let me say that again. And with that, we'll close. Happy New Year, y'all. May the Lord bless your homes and families in 2019. Until next week.